0: Welcome back to the Let's Talk About It podcast where a real talk meets real life with your girl Kayla J. Y'all we are back. I know it's been a hot moment but I can get into that at a later date but y'all can see we have a guest here with me. This is Shannon. Now let me tell y'all something. Huh? Shannon was who we was talking about in the Deja podcast so if you didn't see the Deja podcast you need to go back and look at that one. And then you come back to this one Because then you can kind of get a little bit But we're going to give y'all some more okay? We got a lot of stuff that we want to talk about And get into
1: Yes, I mean I'm happy to be on the podcast like, Welcome to the show You told me about it, I was like this is amazing I'm always in your comments Because like, I love what you do And just how like, you're encouraging other black women And just people in general Because yeah. they need to see like people in spaces like this Outside of just you know the stigma And the negative things that we see So I think it's good
0: And y'all, Shannon is also one of my newest friends, which is what we talked about before. So you guys will get to hear that story on how we met, which is what we're about to get into. But before we start, please make sure that y'all go follow all the social media handles at the LTAI Combo on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Follow it on Apple Podcasts. Y'all get confused. Spotify, you know. But for the visuals, hey, y'all. Y'all the best. Y'all know I love y'all. Okay, (laughs) so let's get into this conversation, y'all. So how we met. I, talk, I talked yeah. about it a little bit and I'm pretty sure you saw it and pretty sure y'all saw, it, but we're going to talk about how it was for both of us to kind of meet and how that kind of led up to like where we are right now. Yeah. So you want to start?
1: Yeah, so I basically met Kayla at a Be You On Purpose experience at our church. So it's like a small, intimate um, group of young women, like before we go to like an actual like conference. So it's just like a gathering, like a small one, worship, food, all that good stuff. It was so much fun. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> but I just saw Kayla, and I mean, typically where I'm at, like if I'm sitting in an area where it's like people around me, I'm going to speak. I mean, a while back, I used to be, like, really insecure to, like, say hello to people. But it was, like, it was almost like a way, like, I knew that I needed to sit by her. So, I was like, all right, I'm about to sit by her. And she was just, like, kind of looking around. I was like, I do We ain't doing that. So I, was I was on the like, side
0: by myself, y'all. I was literally on the side by myself, and I was, and me, I'm like this. I just sit there, I take in the ambience. (laughs) Yeah, I was eating fruit, drinking water, and I was sitting there just watching everybody, and then I saw you next to me talking to the other Shannon. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to sit here. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, you was like,
1: hi, how are you? And I was like, Mm -hmm. hi. That's my Holy Spirit kicking (laughs) I just can't be in a place where I'm just like sitting quiet, because at some point, I'm like, wait. I'm speaking. I'm sitting next to somebody, and I can actually speak. I can actually yeah. say hello. So I was like, "Hey, like, how long you been at the church?" And that's really what popped it off. There's two Shannons at the church. I never knew there was another Shannon. Yeah, she's probably my cousin. It's a lot Shannon of y'all watching.
0: It's a lot of Shannons there, but let's not get too off topic <laughs> because it is a lot of it's a lot of y'all there. But
1: I didn't. But see, I didn't even know about her. She, she like her last name. Oh, so my, you
0: met her there.
1: I met her there. I was like, "You're my cousin," because it's really my <laughs> my father's name. <laughs> not your at. cousin. Yeah, she's my cousin that's not your cousin but getting back into it though right so I'm like hey you know how long you been at the church you know what's your name like how things been for you and then Kayla was just getting to it so after that we was just like kind of locked in from there so
0: yeah we were but I feel like we should talk about how it was like before we got there because remember we talked about it we was like. I wasn't going to go. I wasn't planning. Listen, y'all. I wasn't planning on going. At first I was set on going. Then the day of, I was like, I got to finish my hair. I look a mess. Like, I was like, I don't feel like I want to go. But then I was like, if I go, I said, God, if I go. I just wanna meet one person. That's it. That was the goal. Like the goal was to meet somebody that was similar because I was struggling with my friendships at the time. Not saying that I don't have no friends. I don't want nobody to think I just don't have no friends out here. But it's just I wanted something different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that was kinda similar to me, that I wouldn't feel like I was left out or something like that. Like, I don't know. I just always felt like, okay. How my other friends do stuff I don't do. So I'm like, I need somebody that's on the same page. So I was like, well, if I go to the Be You on Purpose experience, I wanted to meet somebody. And then I was like, "Mm." that day came and I was like, I changed my mind. (laughs) But then I got up and still went. And then that's when I met you.
1: I'm actually glad that you mentioned that because you really pulled out like a key point. Like the main reason why I even came to the event anyway. Was because like one, I felt like that pull out I need to go because I was gonna change my mind and not come either. Yeah. But then God was like, "No, nah, get up really and need go." To be in this room and like when I feel a tug at my heart like that, I know I gotta do it. So I'm just usually obedient to it. But it's funny because like maybe a couple months prior to that, I was speaking to another one of our mutual friends, Destiny. <laughs> and hey, Destiny. Hey, I know Destiny. I don't watch we it. love you. <laughs> but it's funny because. I was talking to her, I was like, I know that we're in a season of transition, but God is going to bring purpose partners. So I was like, just praying for that in particular, Mm -hmm. especially young women that are driven, that know what they want, like being led by God. And I was like, I just see like our group, like elevating. And I'm one of those people where I push my friends and I push myself a lot. So I just knew, like, at some point I was going to come across that, but I wasn't, like, obsessing over it. Right. So when I met you, I was like, dang, God, you're some prayers in life. Really
0: fast. Break. Really fast. Yeah. It was so fast because I had let go of it. Like, I was yeah, I was boo-hoo crying. I was like, I am just so by myself. Like, I just don't know. And, you know, you go to functions, you don't yeah. meet nobody. So, it's like, okay, well, what am I doing? Right. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it alone. And I just started participating in little stuff, like yeah. going here, going there, going there. And then, you know, it just
1: pops off. And that's yeah. exactly how it was. No, I agree. I mean... I was so, and I even told you that I probably like once we actually Mm -hmm. went to be on purpose the actual conference. I told you that I was like, I am so glad that I actually met you because I wouldn't know who I was going to sit by. We both
0: said we appreciated each other like literally. Y'all don't know what that was. (laughs) 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 It was so weird, but we both was like, "Oh, I appreciate you. I'm so happy I met you." And then look at where we are. It's been how many months?
1: Jeez, be on purpose. Not my
0: screen went off, y'all.
1: So it's all right. The screen went off, but that's okay. Yeah. Do we have a? It's gonna we have a little button. More. But literally, oh, you it's on right purpose there. Y'all getting back, this
0: live, okay? Right? Y'all getting it live because our our <laughs> our thing really just went down on us. But we are gonna get it back up. We are gonna get it back but up. But Be
1: You on Purpose experience was back in June. So June, July, August, September. Yeah, it's been four months. It's shit.
0: been four months. Yeah. And this has been a um, it's been a very. uh I don't know the word. I'm trying to think of the word to describe what it's been like. It's different. It's very different. and I feel like getting to know a whole new person and them getting to know you yeah. and being comfortable enough is different. So this is one of those transformative friendships, yeah. one of those we trying to still like we're still figuring yeah. each other out still. but I think it's really nice to see how fast been. like we've been progressing as Same. friends.
1: And I mean, I'm really even grateful for our friendship as well, because I mean, I'm motivated by you, the different things that you have your hands in and just like how you're like looking at like, okay, what's the next thing I'm about to do, like how you're planning things out. So that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, for me, I definitely say like going into our friendship and I go into most of my friendship like this, I kind of just observe and read the room first. Um, But I don't necessarily go off of, like, what I need in friendship, but how can I be a better friend to you? Yeah. How can I actually um, adjust to your temperament, right? Because a lot of times, even in conversations, like, we may do conversations based upon, like, how we feel. Yeah. But we may be missing the mark of what that person needs. So I'm always thinking of, okay, how can I value or how can I serve somebody else above myself? That's
0: good. Wow, that's really good, yeah. I've been thinking about that, too. Because I'm like, uh, are you being a good friend or are you not being a good friend?
1: <laughs> are y'all being good friends
0: or not being good friends?
1: That's the question.
0: Reevaluate it because it yes. matters. It matters. And I feel like I've slacked off, too. Like, I don't know why. I think it's just naturally. Because maybe it was a lot happening at one time. It was. And so I'm like, oh, you just started to, like, go back. <laughs> Girl, Romeo said where have you been and I was like oh not you coming for me when you know you don't even talk you know what I'm saying right. so I'm like oh yeah you're kind of slacking off but when I slack off I'm like let me get back because they need me too my friends yeah. need you know your friends need nurturing just like your relationship need nurturing and That's probably true. even
1: more than that you know yeah they need them it because listen I'm the type of friend she knows that like I'll be like look you'll see me in about a year 'Cause I be such I cannot (laughs) stand when she say
0: that. She says that and I'm like, Girl, you're not going nowhere.
1: Okay, but being be in all seriousness, I'll be joking, but I really like I've gotten to this place where I can enjoy my personal time with God, just that alone time. So sometimes I can be tucked away in the cut and y'all may not hear from me for And that's okay, but not a year. Not Um, a year
0: span. Like you got maybe like two days max with me. Maybe even three days max with me. Because I can go, too. I can go a long time. And they know I can go a long time, too.
1: Because realistically, I, I am the type of friend where I could be gone for... Well, like I'm not the type of friend that speaks to my people every day. But if you need that, I can do that. But you won't always get that because... I have, like, personal things I need to do. Which we all, yeah, we all got personal lives. We're all adults. Yeah. Yeah. We're all called to intercession. I pray very often, and I need to be able to, like, hear and get downloads from God. So I don't need, like, my hearing off or to be a little distracted. So there are a lot of times where I'm spending that alone time between just me and God in my prayer closet. Because you just need to be able to, like, plug in. Right. Because, I mean, especially now, like... I hate going here, but relationships, right? That's, like, one of the biggest topics that you see now, especially in the culture. Okay, y'all. As y'all can see, we got our screen back
0: working. We back. We We back. (laughs) We (laughs) back. But we were talking about relationships. relationships. (sighs) Which, okay, that's interesting because, let me say this first, because, honestly... Y'all know I've been talking about my book. Let's talk about it. I've been breaking down the book. So the next topic of discussion would have been toxic relationships, which I was going to eventually tell them about. My very toxic relationship where I found, I was going to entitle it, which I don't know if I'm still going to do this. This might be that podcast for it, but um, entitle it like somewhere between the lines of like, when, when God takes his hand off of you and kind of just let you do something cuz that relationship was definitely that like that was the first time i felt that presence leave yeah and it literally would just cause chaos and it and it caused chaos Dang. and that was that was the worst I, I had to be like one of the worst two years of my life just in general cuz you never want that presence to leave because that presence is there to guide you the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, y'all, I'm sorry. Let me stop saying a presence, but the Holy Spirit is there to guide you. It's there to direct you and keep you from situations like that, which what it was trying to do. And me, <laughs> y'all, I got antsy and I was like, no, I literally said, no, I got it. I said, I got it.
1: Yeah.
0: And he said, okay. And when he said, okay, it, <laughs> I'll take it back. I'll take it back and he took it back and I felt it like it was just so bad because just like you can't see you can't hear right and you're just in and out of a toxic relationship and when I say toxic I don't mean like it was abusive at least not physically maybe verbally but never physically or anything like that but I mean like it was the worst two years of my life and I think that changed the whole trajectory of what I had going on like I was not interested in the same things Mm -hmm. um I my family members did not recognize me like they could see it. It's like you could see it on somebody. And so like I just I was really depressed. I lost weight. I'm I'm already small. Y'all I lost weight. I wasn't eating like that. Like I just was so like. You're like in a little. Yeah, I'm like in a little (laughs) hamster reel. And it was really hard. And I I don't think the only thing that made me kind of get it together, which was around that two-year mark where it ended for me because it was on and off. When it ended, it was my mom coming in my room and was like, I don't know where my daughter's at, mm-hmm. but you, you got to bring her back because this yeah. isn't her.
1: And I love your mama. <laughs> shout out to my mama. To you shout out, out, I'm shout shout out, out you to like, my mama, yeah. I mean, honestly, we were friends back then. I wouldn't have allowed you to stay in that place either because- even that side, just to chime in a little bit, even mm-hmm. that side of just your story, it's, you just don't even understand, like, how many women and men go through that. Yeah. And, I mean, even me personally, I've went through that myself. But um, I ain't going to speak on them, people. I'm going to let y'all live. And let the Lord you ain't got to speak on them, but you should at least. But, but We want to hear your from, story. I'm going to speak from more so my side, so mm-hmm. just to keep things clean and light. But I would say definitely, like, You don't realize when you're in the middle of something like that how much attention and how much, like, worship that you've given to it. Yeah. To the point where it's a glorified idol. Right. And it's not until you, like, hit brick wall after brick wall after brick wall, and then you start to realize, like, dang, you know what? When's the last time I spent time with God? When's the last time I cracked open my Bible? dang, I ain't even listening to worship instrumental no more. Yeah, you listen to secular instrumentals. I'm man? all over here. You know? <laughs> I need to come you, back over here. I'm telling you. And then you just start to realize, like, dang, like, I really pushed God out of his place and put mm-hmm. this person or this thing in his seat.
0: Yeah. Know?
1: And now this has become, like, your God in a way. Like, it's a little God, but that's that's how you know, how much we'll just, like, push God away, mm-hmm. push him away, push him away, when he really should be in the midst of the relationship. Yeah. He should be in the midst of the dating Exactly. Phase. He should be, like, every part of that. You should really be, like, God is my homeboy, my best friend, however you want to, like, list him, but he should really be the deciding factor if you proceed with somebody or not. But a lot of times we go off of feelings, and this is what I was going to get We love our little feelings. This is where I was going to get to with the relationship part of it. Like, um... You can't be led by your carnality or your feelings. Like being led by your heart, of course, the heart is wicked because Paul talks about it in the Bible. Go find the scripture, Google it. But literally, you'll see that even in that, when you're being led by your emotions, all it does is put you in a place of comfort. So you just lean into what feels good. You lean into what makes sense to you. And then you get to a place where you just completely omitting Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, where you're not even trusting God. Mm-hmm. You're leaning on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. So your view of how you see people now becomes doctrine. Yeah. It becomes the main thing you see. You frame everybody from the lens of like how you feel about them. And you could be throwing people away, discarding them. You could be not giving people grace. You could literally be in sin. Cause you just like I be this person giving me wrong. It's like <laughs> true. But did you allow this person to fill up space and time in your life to the point where now their opinion matters more than God? Yeah. And I found myself in that place a bunch of times. I think we time. all did. I've done that so many times. But this last one, it taught me a very valuable lesson. So God bless you. It taught me that instead of getting in this place where I'm waiting on the next thing, When's the last time I actually celebrated and just like went off for God? When's the last time that I told people about my relationship with God? And I'm always evangelizing anyway, but I didn't feel such an excitement about doing that mm-hmm. versus like I'm in a new relationship. Cause you know, when you get, when you get locked in with somebody, you start it's doing the, a little pose you'll post, post yeah, a little hand, or you go a storm. away, or you go
0: away. You just stop talking to your friends.
1: Some people do that. I've done that too. <laughs> But, you know, you, you get excited, you, you're doing a little reel, you're doing a little post, like you post the arm, the food, like you know you you're really you know, excited, person, right? But when's the last time you did that about God? And not in like a cheesy way, not in a superficial way. When's the last time that you were genuinely excited about you and the relationship that you're cultivating with God and how he's growing you and showing you love from his perspective? Because we read, we skimmed through First Corinthians thirteen four, but... Are you really letting the words, like, take heed? Like, are you loving in the way that he intended? Mm. Are you loving from a place of, I want to love, I want this person to love me how I need to be loved. Like, or are you loving the way Christ loves the church? Because Yeah. not, it's going to be a
0: mess. Mm-hmm. It is a mess. And that's how you build toxicity. Yeah. That's where it's built off of. So that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wanted you to dive deep into that situation, but you, you don't, don't have, have to say the name, no, but we, we need the story. Like, no, I'll never like, dive deep.
1: Mm-hmm. Almost
0: like a mini testimony.
1: Like, I got What was you. the
0: thing that pulled you back in? We yeah. all have our moments. There just might be multiple <laughs> moments.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was God, because like I said, I started to frame my perspective in view of myself from this person's lens and then their opinion became the most valuable thing to me mm-hmm. and at one point they became my God like I've seen myself do that in different parts of relationships that I've been in and I got to a point where really Holy Spirit intervened. is just like some people hear the audible voice of God I do um, you can if you ask God I'm pretty sure he'll open himself up to you every gift that comes from God it comes from the Holy Spirit as long as you ask for it but for me um, even at an early age I've always heard God's voice but the times that i've kind of been in that windmill that hamster wheel you're talking yeah. about god has been like this ain't it
0: and it's I'm not like, it yeah and
1: i'm looking around like oh who was that was that me or, or you say now? or you say i need
0: another sign Ooh. that wasn't you i need another sign because that's me for sure i'm like i heard you the first time but i need another one and then it's like oh you need a brick so let me hit you with a brick Ooh. and then the brick you know
1: The brick is what do it
0: every time, but it shouldn't take you to get to the brick. Like if I hit you with a pebble or if I thump you, I guess like get it together. And I feel like he gives me small thumps, but then it's like, okay, I'm about to hit you with the brick.
1: That and like even what you said was so key because the a couple of relationships that I've been in, I I got hit with that brick. (laughs) And I was like, I was like, we're going (laughs) to keep going. Yeah, we're going to keep going. But I got to the point where you you eventually come to an end of yourself. You come to the end of your agenda and you throw out your plans for God's plans. Yeah. So when I looked around, I looked at my decision making because I don't put everything on the people that I've been in a relationship with or whatever. I put some responsibility back on myself and I look at, okay, what did I do? To bring us to this place. Yeah. Because it's easy. And this is a ref one-on-one, ladies. If you dated somebody and they tell you what the other person did wrong and they never fess up to what they did, call it's it a problem. A dub. Call it a dud. Because there's no it's accountability there. Yeah. But to get back to the subject at hand. So I looked at what I was doing and when it boiled down to, okay, where was my part in it? I realized, okay, you know what? I saw the red flags. Mm-hmm. I was like, ur, ur, alert, and I'm <laughs> alert. just like, I'm that's so it's all part. right. Like, I'm on the ride. That's a, that's
0: a yellow light. That wasn't no red light. That was a yellow light, oh, right?
1: And like, be like, I was, was, I'm telling myself like, it's a, you know what? I hear some noise, but it's sprinkling. It's yeah. It's you're praying. not even. Let's it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Don't don't hit me
0: with that. I, I saw it, but we're not gonna worry about it. I'm gonna give him grace. Going.
1: You say you're
0: gonna give them yes. grace.
1: They don't need grace. They need, they need the door. But see, there's a difference between mercy and grace, too, and forgiveness. Ooh, break it down, sis. Because grace is what God gives to us. It's a gift that we'll never we'll never be able to pay back. He just mm-hmm. willingly gives it out, but he doesn't ask us to prostitute the gift. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's meant to, you know, you know your limitations, you know your boundary, but let's reel you back on in. Right. Versus forgiveness is like, hey, you know, this person did me wrong. I did wrong to this person. Let me forgive and release myself from this stronghold of this bond that I could potentially tie myself to mm-hmm. if I don't just let God have his way. And then yeah. there's mercy. When you care for people and then you're thinking of like their needs and you're just like, this person can do the absolute worst and you still want to show them kindness and love of Christ, that's mercy. But there's a difference between blocking somebody and forgiving them and walking away. And there's a difference between letting that person come back come in back like in. revolving door. Yeah. You can forgive and cut ties and let that person do what they do and move on with life. Because I feel like me personally, just what God has shown me in my past relationships, I was doing things from flesh. Um, you know, just thinking like, I'm going to go off of how it feels. This feels good. So let's go with this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, let's just quickly just throw a title on a relationship. Let's not just date and like figure out what yeah. God wants for us. Let's just dive right in. Yeah, cause I'm I'm feeling a honeymoon phase. You feeling it too? So let's just dive right in instead of just being like, you know what? Um, when's the last time I heard God give his Did give his one something? two? Uh, I got something to say in this. Like I didn't even think about his perspective or his point of view. So this last time around, this last relationship I was in, um, what God showed me was like, yo, I've been giving you red flags, but you've been doing things your way. Yeah. So do you really want the promises of God Or do you want your promises to be fulfilled You want me to agree with it Which one Which one is it When That I, was good When <laughs> he hit me with that I was like You know what I've been Making God like fit into My plans instead of letting God yeah. Redirect and re um, Transform his plans for my life Yeah but it's hard for some people To take that back seat
0: Cause it's like you're so used to being in the front seat And it's like Get to the back. Just for this
1: one time. But I'm telling you, listen, you, you want to do it your way, you'll be out here toiling. But you'll get tired. You will, you will get tired. You will get tired.
0: Like, if it's one thing I did get, was tired. Like, you just got tired. And when I got tired, though, my tired this time was different because it was like, it, even if you were around, I had to put you to the side. Yeah. Maybe, it, like, it wasn't on purpose, but it was like, you don't need anything around you right now. Yeah. Like, and it's not on purpose. Like, I want to make that specifically clear. Like, it's mm-hmm. not on purpose And I had to say, oh, you got to go, or oh, you got to go, or oh, you got to go. Like, it wasn't like I was <laughs> grinning, like, oh, you just got to get out of here. Right. Like, no, it it sucked to actually do to you, you know? It sucked to do, but it was like, I can't even, no, like, not even, no. It was like,
1: no, <laughs> mm-hmm. no. And it sucked. I know it did. It sucked. But I mean, with that, that's not speaking on you. I'm speaking from mm-hmm. my perspective. When you give people, man, people that have been created in God's likeness and image, his place, you will toll and you will get defeated and you'll get tired. Because mm-hmm. now you're looking for validation. You're looking for approval. The only approval that you really should be getting is from God. You're looking for it now in a people. We get it to a certain extent, whether it's a class assignment, your job, something like that, a big project, you're an entrepreneur. But your true approval, like that joy, that pleasure, that should be coming from an intimate relationship with you and God. Yeah. If you are giving people that place, right, now their opinion is louder than God's. Now their voice is louder than God. Now you can't hear God. Because mm-hmm. now you ain't even in his word because you you so, oh, he's so cute or she's so cute. You know what? I just want to play and look at their face on FaceTime. We go to sleep on the phone. No, you need to be in prayer. And asking God, is this the person this the one that, yeah, you that you want, you want in my me. life? Is yeah. this the person that you want me to be yoked to? Is this somebody that, am, am I helping this person's path or am I hindering them? Am I a roadblock? Because what I found myself realizing from the last relationships that I've been in, once I started like hearkening to God's voice and I was like, oh, you know what? I've been doing this wrong. I've been like, I got to poor, I was like, all right, God. No more dating, no more out here wallowing, no more doing what I wanna do. At this point, I want what you have. I want every promise that's in the book of God, like every promise that's in the Bible, I want that for my life. So however you want to do it and construct this, if you need to tear down some mentalities or patterns within me and start me all over, then I'll do that because I'd rather have the ultimate relationship. Because a lot of people, they, y'all think that earthly marriage is all that that you'll have. Like, when you die, eventually you have to see God and you. We go through judgment. But when you go to heaven, hopefully some of y'all get there. And You know, I'm praying. <laughs> don't do that. Do you? I'm, I'm I know. just praying. <laughs> don't do I that, don't know everybody's story, but <laughs> I'm just know. praying. But for those that have a desire that will get to heaven and go on to their next assignment, you're married to Holy Spirit at that time. There is no more earthly relationship. There's no desire for sex. There's no desire for none of these things that we have here, even having kids. You're going to remember some of these people when you make it up, but... That will be the end of this. So I think what we need to do is stop putting the creation of marriage as the end goal and let the actual vision of why God created in the first place be the reason why we pursue it and we're happy about it. That's the thing. That's the thing.
0: Yeah, because I do. Y'all, I see a lot of the... Ooh, everybody. I just want to be married, and married, married. Me too. And I'm like, we all... Listen, because I don't think I ever said... Do I desire, yes, I had that relationship pod, yes, I do. I desire marriage, I desire some kids, you know? I want the white picket fence, the whole nine, right? Mm -hmm. Fine, I just can't be thinking about it 24 seven. At morning, noon and night, that's what we're, that's what you're talking about, morning, noon and night? That's, Mm -hmm. what are we doing? You have other stuff that you need to be doing. (laughs) Not saying that it can't be a desire, I I said that before, I was like, not saying that it can't be a desire, like if it's something you want, OK, but literally sitting there talking about it morning, noon, and night is not going to make it come any faster. It's all yeah. on a time frame. And then when it's perfect Hello? timing, it's going to come. And then some of y'all need to know that everybody is not going to get me ready.
1: Yeah. And that's
0: the sad, unfortunate truth. I came to that truth like earlier this week and I was like, you know, so be it. You know, But I want to be strong enough to handle it if yeah. I'm the one that was supposed to be by myself. I want to be strong enough to handle it. But I also want to make it very clear that everybody is not going to get married. It's an unfortunate
1: reality and truth. Now, we'll play it on the other side of it. Because, I mean, singleness and a life of celibacy and solitude is a beautiful thing. Yes. Because Paul talks about it. Like, there are some people that do not have a desire for the opposite sex, mm-hmm. don't want certain things, and it's just them. Paul was one of those people. Jesus was one of them people, like, you ain't going to find Jesus Jr. just throwing it out there. But there are people out there specifically, for example, that they don't have the desire, and that is God's gift. Yeah. It's a gift to be single because now you're serving God on a different level that other people wouldn't have the capacity to do so. When you are married or in a serious, committed relationship, then your feelings is tied to the next, this next person. So yeah. you're not really thinking so much on that scope. You're thinking about how can I serve this other person. So even Paul talks about it. It's like... And he was saying a small select group of y'all, not everybody. Some of y'all need to be single because y'all jump into a new relationship thinking this person is going to heal you like God can. And it's I. not e, true. they their creation. They're not God. Yeah. Right? So in that space, when you put the expectations of God on a person, they're going to fail. Yeah. We know this. We've seen it a thousand times in the Bible. Like that's how you end up like Abraham and Sarah creating your own blessing. and then And then you got to deal with the repercussions of that. And it's never good. Mm-hmm.